Hey guys, welcome back to the Full Feature Podcast. I'm Ian and as usual I'm joined with Jack and Tiernan and we are actually recording remote once again this week uh, just because of that goddamn COVID. It just keeps coming back and we're a week away out of Christmas so we're not taking any chances. Um, but the good news is we're a week out of Christmas and our entire episode this week is going to be discussing our Christmas polls, which we had up on our Instagram, where we pitted, I think it was 16 films, am I right in saying that? 16, yeah. 16 yeah, of our picks. Um, of, and it was a tough choice to narrow that down. We had a few more, but we had to kind of get it down to 16, that we ones that we thought would probably be the best. And we pitted them against each other, and we'll be announcing a winner on this podcast, and thank you guys so much for voting, but... Um, I think there were some really, really interesting choices um, as to ones and how far certain ones made it and how far other ones didn't make it at all. Um, but, I mean, let's just get straight into it. Tiernan, do you actually have a list of the ones that we, the, the entire 16 we did? Yeah, so I can, will, will, I, will I go through each of them? I, I just, um, I, let's just name them all first. So, okay, straight off, we had our first pairing. I'll, I'll go through the first pairing. So we okay, had yeah. Die Hard versus Gremlins. Okay. So th- those okay. were those were two kind of off the Christmas films. Yeah. <laughs> kind of out there ones, like Grasping at Straws, kind of, I suppose. But uh, then uh, the second pairing was It's a Wonderful Life versus Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Claus versus The Night Before Christmas. Love, actually, The Nightmare Before Christmas, sorry. Love Actually versus Jingle All the Way, Elf versus The Holiday, Grinch versus Home Alone 2, Miracle on 34th Street, The Polar Express, and Bad Santa and Home Alone. Okay, okay. So we, 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 it was definitely like kind of like a, there was a good eclectic mix in there, I think, of like a few very strange ones. There actually is only about 10 Christmas movies. Well, <laughs> yeah, like th- there's some that we wanted to put in, but we thought like we kind of had to put in the more popularized ones. And then there's, yeah, there's yeah. some that we knew people wouldn't overly go for, but they're just classic Christmas films, like Miracle on 34th Street, for example. I knew that wasn't going to get fire. But everyone knows it, and everyone like it. It goes down as one of people the best. want to watch Elf instead. Of <laughs> yeah, no, I, I should also fair. add. I have a bit of a confession to make, guys. I watched Elf three times this week. Not necessarily nice. on, not necessarily on purpose. It was just on TV three times, and I kept like half watching it, and half not watching it. Like it's very, it's very good though. Like, I also watched Elf this week. Yeah. It's a, it's a, but, it's, a uh, nice, it's always a handy one. But um, as far, Elf got incredibly far, so let, let's start on the ones that didn't get too far. Will we? Okay. Let, let, let's go through the losers. So Gremlins, for example, we'll start with Gremlins. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a. I think that's a, that's an obvious loser, but I kind of think that's an underrated one. Like I love Gremlins so much, and well, I, I haven't seen Gremlins. Have you not what? seen Gremlins? Well, my sisters loved it when they were uh, younger, and they used to have these gremlin toys i don't know yeah if yeah they them. did yeah what, like a mogwai to be terror i like yeah and like i was terrified of it and then i just couldn't watch gremlins <laughs> and i just haven't gotten away gremlins is kind of scary though like that's the thing about it because while it's a christmas film there's kind of horror elements to the gremlins films well like so... i like i would say kind of like alongside die hard like it's a horror before it's a christmas film 100 <laughs> percent. even though like it's also kind of like a dark comedy at the same time it's um it is it's, it's, it's definitely a dark comedy yeah i would say that yeah and it's got like incredible rewatch rewatch value, but like not really around Christmas time. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I actually, I, think of... I don't think ever. I think every time I've watched a Gremlins movie, I mean, the second one's not set during Christmas, is it? Or maybe no, it is. no, it's not. I don't think so. Is it but not? Doesn't he get a, I, sorry, a I think he get, 
They're having the he Christmas gets the Mogwai for Christmas, doesn't he? Th- that's in the first one, yeah. The second one is the big yeah, the 80s corporate one. <laughs> yeah. just you just nuts. can't feed them water, isn't it? You can't feed them after midnight. You can't feed them after midnight, which doesn't make sense because it's midnight somewhere. At some <laughs> it's after midnight somewhere. It's Very true. World. Yeah, yeah but they're on time much. clocky, and you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, maybe it's based on the midnight somewhere. Sorry, Tiernan. It could be based on the moon. If you go to bed every night at 9 o'clock, that doesn't mean you have to go to bed every hour of the day. Yeah, that's that's so fair. That logic is so flawed. You know? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, then there's also um, there's the water. You can't get them wet. Yeah, you can't get them wet. What's or the else don't they like explode if they get wet? No, they they create more um, mogwais. Well, not mogwais. They they gremlins. Gremlins. Gremlins, essentially. Yeah. And what's the other one? I'm not too sure. There is definitely a third rule. Anyway, there's definitely a third rule. There's a whole handbook when it comes to gremlins. Oh. I, I don't know. I can't remember. All I know is you just can't get them wet. Um, I just thought that, all right. <laughs> but did, did you... Oh, you can't, you can't expose them to light or sunlight. Because oh, that's what, that's what kills them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Contact yeah, with yeah. water and above all, never feed after midnight. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's Did one. you yeah. ever see the film Critters? Uh, Critters. Think... It rings a bell. They're kind of like Roland Hedgehogs. I always associated it with them. Um, they're like alien Roland Hedgehogs. I always associated with Gremlins. And well, Gremlins like, like, led to like so many knockoffs. Once Gremlins was made, you got all these different... Like everyone wanted to make a Gremlins movie after the first Gremlins. Um, I'm pretty sure. Am I right in saying that um, Spielberg had involvement in the Gremlins movies? Um, it's it's very Spielberg. It's it? very it Spielberg. Is, it is very Spielberg. Spielberg. But uh, I'm not too sure. That doesn't overly ring a bell for me. Um. Oh, no, yeah, executive producer. There you go. There you go. There you go. But, um, yeah, like, were you disappointed that this one didn't make it very far, or... No. I was actually delighted this one didn't make it far. Yeah, so I, to be honest with you, because... Because, like, we, we all know, like, just to say now, like, Die Hard got extremely far. Die Hard was the only one that isn't overtly a Christmas film that I wanted to get far. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's definitely a Christmas film, though. Yeah, it is definitely a Christmas. Yeah. Film. Oh yeah, no, we, we're I not even. Debate. We're not even getting into Christmas that debate. Film. It's a, it's a Christmas. It's film. Just, it just is. No, it, it is a sandwich as a Christmas film, a hundred percent. Absolutely, but he saves Gremlins, Christmas. Gremlins is a <laughs> John McLean saves Christmas. <laughs> that was actually that was the original working title actually i'm I'm fairly sure that was the original title Um, but um gremlins is a weird one because while i I really like it i don't think i've ever watched it at christmas and if you were while i think it's a better it's probably better than some of the movies on this list as a movie but it's it's not a better christmas movie i suppose that's the criteria we're going off tonight okay well we hop into the to the next one so planes trains and automobiles a film that we discussed at length on this podcast for our john hughes episode if you haven't listened go back um but this one is genuinely i think that because it's a comedy like gremlins it's a comedy before it's a christmas movie but i actually think this is a really heartwarming christmas movie it's amazing yeah it's no, so, this is so lovely good. yeah I isn't it love. It really touches you at the end, like it's a, it's a beautiful film. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I. The weird thing was, I'm pretty sure this was. I think I'd seen clips of it when I was younger, but the first time I proper watched it was for the the podcasts that we did on John Hughes, and like you know I what just, I you know what I knew you know uh, John Candy's speech, uh, where he uh, does that on the real article. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I knew that from when I was like nine off by heart because no I loved it in I loved it in Family Guy so much. Oh my god! It's just I, another thing that like Family Guy and fucking South Park just ruined. Just for ruined me. for you. And years later, I watched Playing Trains and Automobiles, and I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, so that's where that's originally from. <laughs> I'm the real article. But um, yeah, like I mean, for, like, I mean, who hasn't seen it? But I mean, well, I, I say who hasn't seen it, but I hadn't seen it properly. But it's just it's literally just a road trip movie about. Steve Martin trying to get home for Christmas uh, and then he just ends up with just this kind of bumbling idiot uh, John Candy and Steve Martin's obviously like the very serious kind of character it's literally your classic straight man goofy man movie uh, going on a road trip together yeah. and uh, if, you, if you haven't seen Planes, Trains and Automobiles but you've seen Due Date with or, um, yeah, Zach Galifianakis it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. same thing it's the same thing except that Christmas quite literally the exact same thing and this is better than Due Date as well a lot better than it Jude is, Day. yeah. It's a carbon. Co- I actually really like Jude, but Jude is a carbon copy of this. Well, I, I rewatched Jude recently, and I just didn't. I just didn't think it was that funny. I was just. Oh, it was one of those movies it? where I was like, I thought it was hilarious when it came out, and then I rewatched it, and I was like, this is not that good. And that's Todd um, Phillips. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. I I've always kind of liked Jude. I always. I thought that was like peak Zach Galifianakis, and it was like <laughs> when Robert Downey Jr. could do a film that wasn't MCU. That wasn't an Iron Man movie, yet. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did quite like that film. I love the scene where he kind of where he throws away his uh, dad in the Grand Canyon and amazing. Oh yeah, play. yeah that, that, actually... that, that always gets me. That that scene. <laughs> yeah. But so that, the no, thing about Jude's good movie. Okay, yeah, okay guys, Jude's a good movie. I'll back you. You're you're wrong. <laughs> But um, going back to planes, trains, and automobiles, um, I, I like. I don't know. Like, is this fall under the? It's not overtly a Christmas movie either. I think that it's definitely like its focus is a hundred percent not Christmas. But no. um, yeah, I mean the 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 film this is up against. It's a Wonderful Life is it, like widely regarded as a Christmas film. But I would also say yeah. that the the topic of of the film isn't overtly Christmas either. It's in a mm, way. I get yeah. I just like you know what I mean. It's not like it's not like Christmas centric. No, it's not. Like I mean, you see, the thing is, it's difficult because we were dealing with movies here that have like Santa Claus in them and stuff, and are like really Christmassy in your face. And yeah, like Elf. Like, yeah, like Elf exactly. Like or like a movie like It's a Wonderful Life. Although I think that movie is really Christmassy. But actually, looking back on it now, I think there's a good chunk of that movie that does not take part place during Christmas like. No, because like it's a whole is... portion of his life, you know. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. the, the end is at Christmas. Like he kind of yeah, like yeah, it's he, he like, realized yeah. it, it is a wonderful life at Christmas. But <laughs> <laughs> can I just say as well, I was devastated. This did not get that far at all. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I knew it wouldn't. It was one of those things. Like I love this film. I think it's incredible. It's some so, a film everyone should watch. But I, I feel like. It also goes under the radar with a lot of people. I know, and I'm, like sh- I'm shocked the amount of people like our age who haven't seen it. Like, because I feel like it's like, it, I I think it gets a little bit tarnished with that Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street kind of feel about it. Like you see, yeah. if, if you haven't, I feel seen like it, these are thrown the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you, it's in the same kind of basket. People it, are like, oh. It's old. It's it's old. No, well, that's it's, it. People have, people have a natural aversion to black and white films. They just Absolutely. have a natural aversion to it. And then, and then as well, this is the worst thing. Like it's it's like I hate it as well. They brought out a colorized version of it. And I was like, I don't want to watch a colorized version of it. That's not the point of the, the film. Like also, yeah. um, interesting about it, it's a wonderful life. It was a flop when it first came out, and uh, basically, it just wasn't that popular. Um, and like. 
I would say, I would argue that this is like widely considered, like I think in general, between like an older generation as well, a lot of people consider this like the best Christmas film ever made because it's just like, it's not just a Christmas movie. It's got so much to it. It's so iconic and it's Jimmy Stewart and stuff and all. But it was a flop when it came out. But basically... Um, the studio sold off the rights to the film for really cheap so TV networks across America used to just show it every year because it was cheap to air and because you know everyone's sitting at home watching movies at Christmas sitting at home watching TV it ended up becoming massively popular but wasn't until like maybe 20 years after its release that it's like got that so I can't imagine that movie coming out and that people not really like being into it like yeah it's not so, like, so strange wait, when that kind of stuff happens. And it's especially like, because just like classic things just yeah. didn't be just weren't successful whatsoever no, when like, they first yeah, came like, out. Like it's just like, it's like what, what's that? What's that one thing that like sell, so, sold so well in DVDs? Uh, it was um, like, the Shawshank Redemption as well. There was the same similar story. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption. It yeah, was a flop like, when it came it out in the well. cinemas, and yes, yeah. But that's the Oscars for you. The Oscars, like the Oscars, did the same with Citizen Kane. You know, I mean, yeah, that flopped as well. Yeah, yeah. They never, they never honor the things that go down in history. Yeah, yeah, and and like, but it's, it's a wonderful life. Is like, it's literally, it's so, it's so quaint, and it's so like, it's so like nineteen fifties America. Everything's positive. Well, sorry, but it shows a guy at his lowest, obviously. But it's all, it's just so like, there's like a it's the American dream. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like uh, there's an innocence it's a, about it. T- also, tangible American dream life. as well. There was a there was a fear about the movie when it came out that it was pushing too much much of a a communist agenda because it's about a small town helping Jeez. each other. The out. red fear and yeah, and they're like you know the, you know there's no Mr. Potter is the big capitalist sitting on his big big wig chair. I mean, it, oh, it, I mean it kind of is McCarthyism. But, like yeah, literally, I can just see Joe McCarthy watching the thing fucking about to explode when jimmy stewart's yeah. like hugging his kids like but, but um, um yeah that's, so that's... this film like a, a classic as it is it actually only beat planes trains and automobiles which i was happy about that it beat planes mm. trains and automobiles it only beat it by 61 to 39 which oh, is okay. close like like that's die hard close. beat gremlins 80 to 20 oh yeah okay yeah and normally our first rounds as well there's a clear winner in each one like a very clear yeah. winner like we, we well like like the next one is Santa Claus versus The Nightmare Before Christmas, 85 to 15. Wow. You see, that's another difficult one because The Nightmare Before Christmas, a lot of people kind of consider that kind of a Halloween movie. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like you watch it in November, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, like you, you yeah, don't want to be watching that at Christmas. You don't want to watch perfect, it at Halloween. It's the perfect so one like, to right, watch it, yeah. I'm going to it, eat it all the leftover chocolate. Yeah. It's I a great mean, movie, though. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Are you guys happy The Santa Claus beats The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, 100%. I'm yeah, happy Santa Claus about. is that movie that when you're just about to finish up school and the teacher rolls out the fucking, uh, <laughs> the VHS. The big TV. And they only have, like, the Santa Claus. Uh, like, they've had the Santa Claus since its release in 1996, and they're just flat out playing that. Well, I don't think it was 96. It might have been 92. It's but, definitely um, 90s. It's old, like. Oh yeah, no, it looks like shit. Uh, it's 1994. <laughs> but um, also, it's got it's got real like Total Recall vibes off it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it was definitely shot in the same just, time. Just well, to talk, we, we have to talk about how the franchise bit. went from fairly like like normal <laughs> to just to just so odd. Just fucking. and it went from like PG to uh, the first one's PG. Yeah, I think or maybe and then or probably G. Yeah, the the first one's G, and then the the next two are PG. 
Yeah, so they. But they, is, they... is it G? Because he fucking murders Santa Claus. <laughs> no, but he technically doesn't murder Santa. I think they like they get around it, but he is the cause of death to Santa Claus essentially. And I, I think it's a curse though. But it's the, like, it's definitely a curse to become Santa Claus. I actually think like, this he, is a really interesting concept. How how they kind of handled it, like how the mantle of Santa is kind of passed on. Like, I I actually really liked it. It was kind no, of no, it's, cool it's, 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 it's it's like it's it's one of the most brilliant Christmas movies because like it's a it's a kids movie, but like you know like you'd watch it as an adult. You know what I mean? When you like you really want to watch. Now maybe it's just because we're of a generation that associates it with our childhoods and Christmas but it's like perfect because it's the right amount of like silly and like Christmassy to appeal to kids but then it's also like it's entertaining to watch like it's well it, like... you see it's, it's 90s kids films where they have the adult humour like yeah you know, stuff that, stuff like that goes really over subtly that kids. like yeah. kids would just wouldn't get and it's actually rife with that it's really <laughs> yeah. the, the whole the whole start is just complete innuendo that kids won't get yeah, sure. There's a there's a scene no, in it where he's like transitioning into Santa, and he's like, these kids are walking by, and it's like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh, Jennifer, he's like, nice, and then it's like, oh, Kyle, naughty, and then this like girl walks by in a dress and heels, and he's like, Veronica, very, very nice, nice. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck? Watch Santa sexually harass this woman on the streets. <laughs> yeah, come on, like calling and like getting all her details. He's like. <laughs> A modern fucking creep. <laughs> I'll be down your chimney later. <laughs> like, where did they draw? Where did they draw the line with that joke? I'd say there was so uh, much spitballing. Like, so and, and, and then the other two, the other two are so like, the other two are so like family friendly. Yeah, they but, just, but they're they bat, They're batshit. The other two are like, are like cocaine fueled fever dreams. They're nuts. Yeah. Like, like the second one. <laughs> like, the second, the second one, one is the is the the, the robot. robot. Is that the robot one? Yeah, that's the robot one, and that the robot is ridiculously shit. creepy. It's so creepy. It's so so scary. Like. And then the third one's Jack Frost. Jack Frost. But like, yeah. have you seen the toys they're making in this universe? Like, you know, kids in the nineties wanted Sega Mega Drive. They didn't want fucking <laughs> uh, wooden horses. <laughs> yeah, and like in the third one, like the family, the parents come over and they think he just works in this like factory <laughs> and they're like oh he's very stressed at christmas he's like yeah well he's providing wooden planes to <laughs> they're a million crafting. children i saw a great tweet and it was like why the fuck does santa never go to the next house in any of the movies yeah. that, he, that he's in he always <laughs> flies like to south korea after hitting up ohio <laughs> but like or, or, I, or how does how does santa not get gunned down when he flies over saudi arabian airspace <laughs> But like, I know, yeah. I love how the third film is called "The Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause. The Escape. Clause. <laughs> or like how, the, how like the mantle of Santa is actually called the Santa Claus. I actually, well, that's the I, thing. I, really I, I never got that literally up until like last year. Where I was like, oh, yeah. the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know who's great? Martin Short is Jack Frost. Yeah. Oh, he, that's Glass. Martin Short. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is yeah, Martin Short, yeah. Not, and I, the makeup and everything is really good in all these movies. And Tim Allen fucking hated filming these films. Did because he? they filmed them in summer in a massive warehouse. And it was probably... And all the kids oh, thought he was Santa Claus. And uh, <laughs> he had to wear a massive fat suit. And he was just, you know, Tim Allen, just, you know, he's just, just that guy. The, the funny thing is, I just totally associate him with Christmas movies, purely because of this trilogy. And 
uh, also um, Christmas with the Cranks. Like, I just am like, Tim Allen's just the Christmas guy. And, and Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> like, yeah. It's strange that you get an actor who... I always think of him. What, what was that? Home Improvement. Remember Home Improvement? The oh, show? yeah. That was like a... Yeah. I, I yeah. always that, think that of him like that. <laughs> that was his massive thing. On I ABC. I think they're like remaking that. ABC was pretty coming... lit when it was in Ireland. Mm. There, there's something coming up with Home Improvement. So uh, are you happy then that the Santa Claus won by such a huge amount for the um, Nightmare Before? Like, ugh, I love the Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, it's so good, but it's not... A, it's not... It's just not something I'd put on at Christmas. I would never. Yeah, it's, be not like, a, it's not very vibey, like. No, no. I, no, th- I think it's, I think that's fair. Let's just say I think it's fair that it was, and I, I understand why it was was beaten by quite a lot, like. And he, here, here's. I, I won't the, lie though. I thought the Santa Claus was like a contender for a finalist when we first did these pairings. Me too. I would. I would have. I would have like put my money on Santa put Claus. Put it on that. Yeah. That's a. It's a. It's a. Really it, it got. It got a very tough second round. Well, let's get into it. Well, the, the, we're we're still on our oh, we're still first, first wave oh, of the wow. sixteen. Yeah, we'll we'll fly through them now anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. love actually love actually won by eighty seven percent to thirteen percent on Jingle All the Way. Well, Jingle All the Way is bad movie. I don't like. I don't know. I like I like Jingle All the Way, but at the same time, I mean, Love Actually is top tier. It's yeah. really really. Love good. Actually, actually Love like... Actually is an unbelievable film, not just a Christmas. Film, yeah, you know? Love yeah. Actually genuinely it's is a great, great film. And it's, like, it's it's you know it's literally it's got the star scenes. It's got Rickman. It's literally got the best cast ever. Like, I do, I do and love like, um, Jingle All the Way though, in the sense that like just having Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Christmas film, like it, it doesn't get better than that in many senses. Like, you know? I just love that they just did. They just put Arnie in everything in the eighties. They were like, yeah, he's an action guy, but fuck it, let's 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 put him in kindergarten. Come and like, some they money. didn't change his character. <laughs> Across no, the board, the like he, he was in Predator One, and then Jingle All the Way, and he was the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Kill me, Santa Claus!" <laughs> <laughs> fighting him with uh, giant candy canes, fighting off seven seven Santas with a candy cane. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, there's there's no surprise there. I like Jingle All the Way, but Love Actually is it, it actually is my favorite um, Christmas film. Whoa, okay, yeah. Genuinely, like of all uh, time, that is insane. Of, okay. of all time, my favorite Christmas film. Yeah, uh, I have yeah, a serious totally soft spot for it. Then next is the Elf, uh, or just Elf, won by seventy four percent to twenty six percent over the Holiday. Now, can I just talk about the Holiday real quick? I watched this for the first time this year, uh, and I gotta say, this is one of the worst films I've ever seen. I've never liked it, and I could never understand why people liked it so so much. Also, it is I like wholeheartedly agree. It's like, I just think it's it's okay throughout the entire film. Basically, so she Cameron Diaz is a trailer maker, and there's this like trailer following her throughout the entire film, and she kind of sees her life in like it's like you know those like um, Rob Reiner jokes in South Park, and it's like Rob Reiner is uh, <laughs> you know that, oh yeah Rob uh, Schneider that, that, yeah where it's like oh, oh Rob Schneider yeah, yeah, Rob Schneider's a character. Yeah, it's literally that throughout the entire film. And like that's not what I really care about, but what they're saying is they're trying to cliche that, but the whole film is a massive cliche. It feels absolutely awful. And there's also like undertones of like, oh, cinema used to be this, cinema used to be that, because she meets this really famous old like Kate Winslet meets this really old famous like Hollywood persona who was won an Oscar and everything and shit like that. And this film is the epitome of what's wrong with cinema. This is like the worst acting I've ever seen and the most cliche storylines I've ever seen. Like, and, I was literally going through the entire thing also, just like, saying what's going to happen It feels next. like you're watching, you know, those, like, Hallmark Christmas movies with your mom? Those, like, sh- really shitty low-budget ones, but they've just, it's just got an absolutely star-studded cast. 
and also like totally miscast as well. Like, what is Jack Black doing in that movie? What's Jack Black doing in that? Like, like, like it is yeah, it's very odd. He's meant to play, and it's weird that Kate Winslet's playing that. Like, Kate Winslet's one of, uh, like, a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. And she's playing this absolutely, like, head-over-heels girl in an an unrequited relationship, which is just so unbelievable. And, like, it's even said in the film, it's like, you're a leading lady, but you're acting like the best friend. And it's kind of like, yeah, 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 but, like, that's something you're you're highlighting in the film, but it's something that everyone's also fucking thinking, and it just doesn't work. Exactly. Just because because you're pointing it out doesn't give you an excuse. The movie fucking is, is... is, yeah. is it, it is a walking cliche it's one everything about it is a cliche like it's it's not Jesus we were you guys are lucky we put this into the polls because we fucking hate this movie like the reason I wanted to put it into the polls because I, I really wanted to vent about it I actually couldn't get over how bad it was and how it's, some people actually like put it alongside love actually and they clearly oh, yeah, never like, fucking seen like, love actually the, well put it this way and I'm not being like but the only people who like this movie are, are women like and, <laughs> I'm sorry, though. Like, I'm sorry. Like I've never, ever, and I'm not like I'm not saying, but I've never. My, my heard girlfriend a lad made go, me watch it. Like, yeah, I've never heard a lad go, "Jesus, I, you know, I love the holiday. That's 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 a great Christmas." Like, no, like just like I'm not saying you can't enjoy like rom coms and things like that. Like we, we're fans of rom coms, but this is just I love rom coms. The biggest piece of sh- like arguably like Love Actually is kind of a rom com a little bit, a little bit. It's got elements. It, of it, it is. It is. Yeah. I would say that it is a rom-com. Would you say it's completely. a rom-com? Yeah. I mean, it's because it's, it's so many different stories, definitely, isn't it? Definitely. Well, it's like, it's not like, it, not in, not in the negative way, you know? I mean, like, it's a very funny romantic film. That's what it's yeah. meant to be. It's meant yeah. to be funny and romantic. But yeah. it's just like, rom-com has such negative connotations to it. Even though, like, it does. It's, it's not actually, it's a dirty word. It's not an awful genre, you know? I mean, like, there's a lot of good rom-coms out there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, yeah no, so I, basically, I, delighted the holiday didn't get far in this. And uh, I actually have a confession to make. I deliberately put it up against Elf, uh, so <laughs> because because fuck that film. And well, then um, t- can we talk about Elf real br- briefly before we? Or, yeah, or, you yeah, know we what? should we'll, talk we'll, about Elf. Actually, or will we? Get uh, Elf actually, Elf is round. one of the finalists. Let's, yeah, let's, so, let's, so the let's next one, yeah. the next one is a tough one. And I, I, even though one of these films did go very far, I think we should talk about both of them real quick. Is uh, the Grinch won by sixty one percent, and this was in okay. the first round over Home Alone two to thirty nine percent. They're both really good. Both they are both heavy. Piers Morgan heavy and Donald Trump are in these films. That is that was a tough. That's a tough decision. Like, for seen, to make. Have you seen the Piers Morgan looks like the Bird Lady in this? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> He's always like. And the Donald Trump is quite literally in this. This is the only. This is the only movie to have the President of the United States. <laughs> Like, yeah, honestly, well, no, like surely Ronald Reagan was in multiple movies. Well, actually, that's fair. That's very fair. Like he was, a, he was an actor. <laughs> and J- JFK getting assassinated is in every film, also. That's that's very true. Like they just used the footage of the Sapruder film. Like but, yeah, the uh, poor JFK has been dead on dead on film more on than film any for other years. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like I mean. I love The Grinch because, like, that's my, my childhood one, which also, The Grinch got a lot of, like, flack when it came out, but a lot of people, like, just praised Jim Carrey in it, but I actually just think the movie as a whole is brilliant. I love the the Whoville. I love the make even though the makeup is, like, really weird and unnerving. Uh, yeah, it's very I love the I love the music. I think this is, like, one the of the best. The music is like, excellent. Absolutely. Like, it's a really it's a successful, film. it's a really successful Doctor like Seuss adaptation. Also, the... Cindy Lou Who, the girl who's Cindy Lou Who, she is now uh, an established singer named Taylor Momsen, and she's the lead singer of a band called The Pretty Reckless. And then she's like her, this like young, 
young like when I say young like she's you know she's in her 20s like uh, and uh, she's in this band with a bunch of old like geezers who can all play instruments and they're all in their 50s and they clearly just walked into a bar one day and found these guys playing like competent musicians and were like hey do you guys want to just like be this girl's band so she can be like a rock chick (laughs) like you should look up their music videos they're absolutely hilarious it's just her and a bunch of geezers like but um She's well. I'm I'm happy for her anyway. I'm happy for Taylor Monson. Yeah, she's got she a great career. You know but, what? Um, you know what's strange is the the third highest um uh, the third highest credit in this film is uh, Kelly who played Max and it's literally just the dog. The dog. <laughs> and it's literally it goes so it goes Jim Carrey, it goes Taylor Momsen, and then it goes Kelly the dog. But like, who's who's in this movie other than Jim? Well, like, Carrey, Je- like Jeffrey Tambor. You know, you know Jeffrey Tambor to see who plays the mayor. Um, I, I know I like I know the mayor character but I, I'm trying to place Jeffrey Tambor like in something else in my mind like oh he's in a, he's in a lot of um I feel like he's in a lot of comedy films like he is in Arrested Development and stuff like that oh sure. okay yeah I think I do but, actually um, kind of... wait I, I, I'm getting his IMDB up now I actually can't um, find any fucking there's also that like lady who's in Mamma Mia what's her name is that um are you talking about uh, Christine Baranski? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Christine yeah. Baranski. But, uh, Molly Shannon's in this. What? Yeah, she's Betty Lou Who. Betty Lou Who. Oh, she, is that the mom? Oh, that's the mom. Is it? Yeah, yeah. there's loads of actors you, you kind of know. Like yeah, it's because Mindy they're in that Stern. weird, unnerving fucking makeup that I don't makeup, recognize like, any oh, of these cool. people. You know what's but, um, you know what's crazy, and this is something that I found out with Elf as well, is that I never had really looked into these films because they were just films, like you know. Um, but Ron Howard directed this. Directed this. John yeah. John Favreau directed Elf, which is I just never knew this. That's why I want. Yeah, I wanted to get on to to Elf because I was I was watching. I've been watching The Mandalorian all week uh, with my roommate, and I was like, he doesn't really know a lot about who John Favreau is, and I was explaining it to him, and then we were watching Elf, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, the, you know, the guy who did The Mandalorian made this and he was like oh no way that's hilarious and then john favreau has a cameo in elf and i was like that's him that's him right yeah. there like, <laughs> he's the doctor john favreau's the guy who like sets the plot into motion because he's like to james can he's like you have to take him home he's kind of like what yeah, yeah. In, any, in any other movie the guy would be like he'd be like okay he's my biological son but like i want i'm putting this guy in an institution and he's like yeah. you need to nurture him <laughs> Elf would be so dark. <laughs> it would be uh, a girl interrupted. A girl interrupted with elf. elf. An elf interrupted. <laughs> I, I'd watch that, Jack. I would 100% watch that. I genuinely, I like, I, I'm seeing if the rights to that are taken. Like, maybe that script exists. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, it, I, so the Grinch was against Home Alone 2. I actually think this is like a really tough choice. I think that Home Alone 2 shouldn't win this, but it's also like probably the one of, it's, it's one really of the good. best Christmas films it's of all time, really Home Alone 2. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's and if you're doing, horrible, take, take, like, a, take, a bit, take a bit, you're doing a sequel and um, just in general, and then you make a Christmas sequel, and this one's easily you know just as good as the first one do you know what i mean like it's it's it's, it's not so, better so, like i think it's not it, better, like yeah. I, I feel like the first one has a lot more nostalgia behind it but i feel like this one's better it's great like it's really also um you know the, there's that constant joke that like if uh, kevin actually did any of these things he does to marv and uh what's, what's the other name? like 
they would severe be severe head trauma. They would be dead. Like I remember, it was like <laughs> there was an old Smosh sketch, and it was like if movies were real life. And they're like, "Hey, get down there, you!" And he gets a brick and just throws it at him. And it just kills him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you or like just swing in the iron on the face. <laughs> like, yeah. Not only just yeah, smashes honestly, it, like, like not only just like hurls right into his skull, like it also like burns it's, the it's face. A hot iron, like, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he God. truly tortured those those, those two burglars. <laughs> He's a little like, sociopath. There, like there's no two ways about it, and I love that meme. And it's like at any point, Kevin McAllister could have called the police, but he but he chose <laughs> he chose, he chose violence. He, he wanted clearly, like. he lured them into his trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, like it was a shame to see that Home Alone two wasn't going to make it past the first, the first round. round. Um, but then again, you know, the Grinch is, is so solid as well. Like, and, and Jim Carrey and the Grinch is just so iconic. Like, it's just, he's he become is. that like iconic character. And like, like the makeup was always really good in the who, like there was, there was real, sorry, not the who, <laughs> they're called Whovilles in, uh, in the, Grinch, the Grinch, like, and, and Ron Howard isn't, uh, isn't, you know, like, it's weird that he did this cause now he's like an Oscar winner. <laughs> like he's yeah. a proper, like revered director, but like, I thought he got it perfect considering like it's a dr seuss adaptation those always go one way or the other it was yeah. i thought it was perfect for it and uh also it's hilarious you know who narrates the grinch anthony hopkins yeah oh, yeah anthony hopkins yeah amazing choice for <laughs> it's ama- it was perfect it's absolutely perfect that is unbelievable no yeah top um, tier but anyway we're still we're still on the first round so i'm gonna i'm gonna fly us around along yeah, there yeah, yeah. M- miracle on 34th street Lost out for to forty one percent to fifty nine percent to the Polar Express, and I'm happy about that. I've like a Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is one of those Christmas classics that kind of needed to be included, but I don't think any of us wanted it to get anywhere. No, I've never really rated it either. Like it's just and they, really... this this was the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. There has been two remakes since the original. Yeah. But uh, the Polar Express, a classic, a bit of a weird one. Tom Hanks plays literally everyone, and they're just super in position. So everywhere. uncanny valley, uncanny so valley. Uncanny yeah. valley. Everywhere like they did not have and he the proper drifts that train, but they, they, this was it. this was like the the this was basically like new technology to be. Yeah, they so didn't. Kind they of hadn't like developed the technology, and it was. And the one thing I will say about Robert Zemeckis is he's ambitious, but once he has, he's a idea, pioneer. Yeah, he has to stick to it. And he has to, you know what I mean. And I think the choice to make, you know, Tom, because I watched the behind the scenes and how they did this, and Tom Hanks doing the facial expressions of a kid. It's just they're like so it's, not, it's not that straightforward. Like it's not. But they just get a kid, like yeah, they should have like just that. gotten a kid to map the the kid, the kid special. Like Tom Hanks does not need to be walking around pretending to be some eight year old. <laughs> and it's strange because like we, we we edged this film out. We chose this film over Christmas Carol, which is also just a Robert. Zemeckis Christmas Zemeckis film movie. with Uncanny Valley, you know. <laughs> yeah, literally so, very similar. So we we, cho- we chose this over it, and like they, there's a lot of similar kind of tropes to it and everything, and everyone knows the uh, Christmas Carol story. I'm happy that we uh, chose a Polar Express because it's it's definitely a better film. It's but I do movie, think yeah. they they kind of go hand in hand and just kind of like they they're good, but I I'm not sure. I don't know how you feel about the Polar Express. It was one of those films that never really like. I never overly enjoyed. I liked I all the of same. the Tokyo Drift. Just one of those bang average animated films from yeah. the late 2000s. And people love it. Like, there's some people I know that are like, that's my Christmas movie, The Polar Express. Like, it's... Well, like, I think that's a little bit, like, it's the generation, 
after us. Just yeah, after us. yeah, yeah, yeah just that's, that's yeah. their Santa Claus. That's their yeah. Santa Claus. Like, yeah, if, if like if I showed my older sister the Santa Claus, she'd be like, "What is this?" <laughs> but she's thirty. She's yeah. thirty, so therefore, you know, her opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I'm, like I'm our opinion on the joking. Polar Express doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. and then um, there's no surprises here. Bad Santa, a great film. I love this film. Yeah. Lost by it, it took in a hole of six percent against Home Alone to ninety four percent. Whoa. So I don't yeah, think we need to talk about Home Alone, but Bad Santa, I wish this got further, but I mean, like, it's there's so no point funny. in wishing that because once it got to Home Alone, it was going to yeah. get trolled And you anyway. know it's a good movie. You know it's a good movie. It has a cult following when Bad Santa 2 gets released 15 years later. Yeah, yeah. which was nuts. Absolutely insane. Well, I, ne- I never actually saw it, Bad Santa 2. It's supposed to be okay. It's like, supposed to be good. So, I mean... I, I, mean, I love your man who plays Santa. B- Billy Bob Thornton yeah. is just yeah, yeah Billy Bob so Thornton. Good. God, I trust so, I trust so him good. with anything. He, he is could just build a amazing. Deck. <laughs> he makes a great like smoked barbecue or something. Yeah. But it was just better. I remember when this came out. My uh, auntie took my cousins who were like. 11 to it <laughs> thinking thinking it was like a it was like film, a, thinking yeah, it was like a, a christmas movie. film and then next minute he's banging the, uh, banging like in the changing room in the in the changing room <laughs> and she's like fuck me santa fuck me santa <laughs> and shit like that like it was an, it's an extremely inappropriate but unbelievable oh, absolutely. it's 18s it's fully 18s yeah. is it no way i mean yeah, like, that, that's all my auntie, it's like, like drug use and everything so yeah i mean i like i remember it being crude when I was younger, but I don't like remember it being like shocking. So like I, I, I need to. I feel like I feel like it's it. vintage. It's vintage early two thousands comedy. Yeah, yeah, just like that, like, that, like that, really that crude, gross out like, humor, gross out. Doesn't like, don't really care about women. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know like that, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand with like South Park and stuff for me. I think it's yeah. a yeah. I do think it's a really good Christmas film though. It's definitely something that I'd watch. No, it Christmas. is. It is a good. It is a good Christmas movie. Definitely, a hundred percent. So in terms of the list so far, like how how are we feeling? Like what what would you consider not a Christmas film? I think everything's fair that got through. I think it's it's, they're all fair choices. Do you know what I mean? Like I think everything that went in the first round had to go. Maybe bar Home Alone too. I think that that could have edged out the Grinch. Yeah, that 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 like the Grinch is a lot of uh, kind of our generation. Yeah, going for it again. Big but time. Too, so it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I just feel like people like Jim Carrey a lot. So mm, very true. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I I agree. I think that like uh, between out of the sixteen we picked out, I could have predicted almost all of these pairings, which was yeah. going to win. Uh, but that being said, yeah, the Home Alone two, uh, Home Alone two, I would like to get through. I would like Bad Santa to get through, and that that actually kind of is it. But. Uh, Sure, look, uh, on the next round, it got really kind of strange in the fact that Die Hard, be, it's a, wonder, be a Wonderful Life, literally the pivotal Christmas film, It's a Wonderful Life, <laughs> Die Hard beat it 74% to 26, which is a fucking disgrace, you know, okay, I'm gonna say it, I appreciate that Die Hard is a Christmas film, I don't think that there's a debate there, it fully is. But it should not be beating. It's a wonderful. Life. It's a wonderful life. I mean, like, it's, in, like, yeah. in which it's is a better Christmas film? Okay. Disgusting. Like, honest to God. Like, what's wrong with you people? What is honestly wrong with you people? <laughs> like, please, please don't do that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> on Christmas Day, if uh, if it's a wonderful life is on, please do not switch it off and put on. Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on. 
Like but, uh, some things are sometimes Christmas, like the feel of the movie being a Christmasy movie has to like has to take over the, the, the quality of the movie. Of the film. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, for sure. Whatever exactly. your bias towards it is. Like like these that's fucking sacrilege. Like what what is I, our, I can't what, help what feel, is our audience? I can't help but feel a lot of people were voting die hard out of like fucking die hard, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking die hard yeah. rules, bro. A, it's definitely a Christmas movie, man. Don't tell me it isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We fucking know it is, okay? It doesn't mean you have to That's why you did it's, it's just it's, it's not the fucking best Christmas the best movie, Christmas okay? Movie. Yeah. You know, and like I, I feel like people need to realize that and like not fucking vote that in polls because like I saw this in a I thought I saw this in a separate set of polls for Rotten Tomatoes. It got equally as far. No okay. Way. <laughs> everyone needs everyone needs to stop. Okay. It's oh. one of the granted it's one of the best films of all time, but it is definitely an action before it is a Christmas film, Absolutely. even though it is still a Christmas. I'm, I'm sorry, film. but sorry. It's it's a wonderful life isn't just one of the best Christmas movies of all time. It's one of the best films the best ever films, made. Yeah. Like it's literally perfect. And it's like it's got like comedy, it's got like emotion, it's got like beautiful cinematography, it's got like, you know, really interesting like story choices of storytelling, like, you know what I mean? Like everyone the, the funny thing about It's a Wonderful Life when you watch that back is everyone associates it with the you know, the whole section of the film where he sees what his life would be like if he wasn't born that's only about yeah. 30 minutes of the movie like the, there's yeah. so much more to the movie on top of that and it's just like it's charming it's funny it's it's literally jimmy stewart at his absolute best now the, the one funny thing is when i was like watching it back and jimmy stewart's meant to be like like a college senior let's say he's meant to be like 18 19 and he's taken you know the girl on the dance and like jimmy stewart is like in his 40s he's playing like an 18 year old like he literally i'm pretty sure jimmy stewart had fought in the war at that that stage and had come home you want the moon i'll I'll lasso the moon i'll lasso the moon (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm sure i'm sure you could you are 40 years old (laughs) but um (laughs) yeah no uh and like even the IMDb standard is like, oh, it's a wonderful life is eight point six, and Die Hard is an eight point two. Like these two films are incredible They're films titans and of really like, good films. films. Yeah, yeah. But Jesus Christ, I just, I just feel like the audience just has has no respect for anything. Like, after this is the thing. Out. I was convinced we were gonna get like a a Santa Claus and and it's a wonderful life shootout in this poll. I really did like, but nope. No. So so yeah. <laughs> so the next the next round was Santa Claus and Love Actually. This and was a tough one. This was a really tough one because it was forty six percent to Santa Claus and fifty four to Love. Actually, that is that is a tiny margin, like one or two. I votes think that I think that speaks volumes for both films. You know, yeah. I think this uh, Santa Claus definitely deserves a, a very good score, but I I do think Love actually is a better film and just a better Christmas film as well. Yeah, yeah, and like like they're both so like like quintessentially Christmassy, but also like. The one thing about Love Actually is like it reminds me of watching it with my family. Like it reminds me, yeah. it's just that one that you literally stick on. Like your your mom can enjoy, it, your dad can enjoy. It, you know what I mean? Like it's just a totally, it's it's just per- like the perfect like family Christmas movie. Like and it's just always on. It's just always on every year. Like and it's just it's just so good. It's such a good movie. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I think it speaks volumes to Santa Claus that it actually did do that much because. Like as we said, Love Actually is a massive star-studded cast. It's for mm. all age groups, and the fact that Santa Claus actually pulled that much against it—that was a good match. That was a good pairing. I, I'm, 
I'm happy it turned out that way, but I, I actually thought that was a good how funny. How funny is love actually when you look back at it now and you realize that the star of The Walking Dead is in it, and also uh, yeah, Chiwetel Ejiofor who was in Twelve Years a Slave, like I'm pretty sure, which is like and and they're best friends. But that is the storyline that I hate most because it just has no resolution. Not even that it has no resolution. It's not like not even talked about again, really. No, but it has that iconic, that whole iconic sequence with the, yeah, you know, with the, 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 with the, the title the, cards, the title cards. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Saw that Kira Knightley was seventeen while, uh, well, filming was actually filming this movie. So Andrew Lincoln was just being a fucking freak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but well, this um, was like this was like the, the day one, after. There, there I is one thing that bothers me. There's another thing that bothers me about that scene is when he's like, he's like, tell her to be quiet. It's like, oh shush. And he plays Silent Night on like you know like a little. CD player and he's like say it's carol singers and she's like oh it's carol singers there's literally like literal orchestral music in the background i doubt her boyfriend was like whoa those carol singers really brought it with those uh yeah. like i know he's like tell them to bugger off and all but i'd be like what i do kind of like the idea that they included a storyline with uh like that's what i love about love actually it genuinely just hits all the bases like it hits unrequited love it hits like love that just cannot happen because of like family reasons fam- and just then, like, like yeah awkward reasons love that and, love yeah. that just doesn't work out because of like cheating and and it, it just it genuine love between best friends between uh, and like it's just it's one of those things that it, i don't know how this isn't the best christmas film of all time personally oh it just is you know it just is. plays the u.s president as well he does yeah and he's a dick in it as well <laughs> yeah. yeah and 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 rowan atkinson's in it and he's just a fucking legend yeah, yeah. So oh, just, i love uh, him in that scene he's so perfect for it he's literally like yeah. when, when rowan atkinson is playing a posh like i would totally believe him working like a, a brown thomas or like a hundred percent kind of a shop like i, I just so buy it like I, he's just yeah. perfect uh, also alan rickman you've also got um actually martin freeman as well uh who i call it colin firth um colin firth, colin yeah. firth. Hugh, Hugh grant of course as, as the Elia, prime liam neeson <laughs> of course laura linney <laughs> Bill Nye, there's just it's endless. But, uh, I I need to also say Bill Nye is my favorite character in this film. Yeah. Yeah. He is so so good in it. But um, yeah. So there, so I'm happy that this did get through. It was a bit shafted in the next round. I'll I'll, I'll save my anger for that time. But the next, the, this has to be the the toughest pairing of the polls so far, which was Elf, uh, won by sixty three percent, which actually is a lot in my opinion. That is a lot. To yeah. the great to the Grinch on thirty seven percent. I think I think Elf is the better movie. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, okay with I'm that. I'm okay Elf. with that as well. I just think that that's kind of like the perfect I, pairing. I expect it to be a very good. They're both green, so yeah. Well, that's <laughs> it. You know, I think that's where the association comes from in my head. <laughs> they're definitely the same. They're definitely two movies that would have came out. They're, yeah, they're both very, as well. yeah, they're both very our generation uh, Christmas movies. Uh, like I think they would have came around around the same time, like a couple of years apart from each other. And like when you like a lot of people our age would associate Christmas with the Grinch or Elf, but and they also have that mix of like Elf has that same like Santa Claus humor where it's like a lot of it will go over your head when you're a kid, and then when you watch it back, it's like oh, there's all these like adult jokes that are in innuendo, well. and... innuendo, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's great. It's it's John Favreau. It's it's just it's perfect, and it's Will Will Ferrell just being Will Ferrell and just and I mean yeah, like I, as we pointed out, which I don't think a lot of us realized was um that uh he just kind of went out on the street and like he was in new york yeah just kind of winged it like he just went up to people and just (laughs) interacted with them and stuff yeah also um zoe deschanel is in this movie as well which is hilarious 
I hate Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> yeah, she's. Well, she plays the same awful. character. She plays the exact same character in every single thing. She What's does. up with her she voice? Plays Zoe Deschanel. How has she gotten so far with with her voice? Like, I actually don't <laughs> understand it. Like, can you can you please pick a tone? Like, <laughs> like how are you an actor? You have zero range. Everything you say is the same. And because stop she's, singing she's, in all she's of your She's manic films. pixie dream girl. Everyone likes her as manic pixie dream girl in every single movie. She's literally. She's obviously got character. something going on in the movie, like. She's got a really important recital or like a book fair that she's running or something stupid. Yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure that's like the direct fucking um, plot to uh, Yes Man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it some, actually has is some strange like, yeah. kind of like photography run to go on or shit like that. But oh, also yeah, as well. She's all, and she's in The Happening. She's awful. Oh, gosh. Happening. Yeah, a movie we talked about as well in our in our. Was that our pandemic or quarantine podcast? It's called the that social distancing podcast. Yeah, um, it's that's where we went through all the horrible <laughs> pandemics and movies. Um, also, as well, in Elf is James Can of the Godfather yeah. fame. Like, this is a strange one. This genuinely <laughs> was a strange. <laughs> it's one. such a strange one, like so strange, but works. I mean, of, it works. I mean, it works very, very well. But I, I think he was kind of replaced by. Um, the, who, who's your man who plays the dad in Step Brothers and he's in Shape of Water the, the exact same Richard Jenkins they're the exact Richard same Jenkins, yeah, like, Richard character Jenkins, same, they're the same exact person. same character except James Cannon just like a, a much higher tier actor a higher tiered actor although arguably Richard Jenkins is up there now because he was nominated for Shape After of Shape Water, Water stuff, yeah. so yeah 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 absolutely I, so then on to our last pairing which I don't think we need to talk about that long but it was Polar Express lost 26% to Home Alone 74% that's yeah, I think that's that's yeah we've, we've, we've spoken how we feel about Polar Express and... yeah i agree i agree okay and so the next pairing which really fucking bugged me it was 52 percent 48 percent die hard beat love actually and oh. it's just like i like come on people like yeah i, I get it all right i get it you you no, guys not, are edgy you guys are edgy die hard yeah, your ooh, favorite yeah. christmas film oh it's so cool um but fuck you okay love actually is the best christmas film i, I feel like you're just genuinely uneducated if you voted die hard over love actually and you need to kind of like reevaluate <laughs> or, your or you're a total you're a total chauvinist who's insecure about your masculine yeah. masculinity and you felt you had like, to vote die hard over love actually like i bet i bet when you see a sports car on the street you take a picture of it that, that's the type of person <laughs> who voted die hard like it just come on like I, I, let it get far i understand that die hard's a great film but just cap it off when when it's when it, it, it should it should have lost in this round. I'm, I'm, it, this is the yeah. round it should have lost in 100. I, I I fully think so. I, I think that love actually absolutely got shafted, and it was actually even even. So one person shifted the votes because uh, it was a 50-50 and we were going to have to pick between ourselves who was going through. Mm. But uh, I don't know who that one person is. But uh, whoever that one person is, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know this podcast should just be like us abusing our listeners yeah <laughs> when, when, whenever the polls come around it's literally we just really like, just it all starts coming out then who's ever listening out there this is your fault <laughs> fuck you guys um but on to the next poll anyway because it's a bit more debatable uh 44 to elf 56 percent to home alone um, I th- i'm going with home alone on this one yeah same. i just think it's too many iconic scenes and yeah just yeah. like it's got that heartwarming kind of thing elf is like a great kind of the decade after yeah, yeah. You know, Home, yeah, Home Alone's yeah. Home Alone's like it's it means more to me. The quintessential Christmas kind of fun comedy kind of Christmas movie, like funnier one. Like Love Actually is the ultimate one because it touches on all these amazing different heartstrings and pulls on these different yeah. emotions that you have. And Home Alone is kind of the quintessential like fun 
like light-hearted one, and Elf is kind of a result of Home Alone. So in order to have Elf, you need to have Home Alone first. Yeah, Very because true, did you yeah. notice, like, in our picks, we kind of had a lot of distinct decades in this. So, like, we had our, like, 1950s ones with, you know, Miracle on 34th Street and, you know, It's a Wonderful Life and stuff. And then we had our 90s ones. So, like, we had our kind of 80s into 90s ones. And, and I think 80s and 90s movies are, are, you can definitely see where 90s movies came kind of, like, became, like, a more refined version of 80s movies. Um, but then I felt there was just a complete difference to how an early 2000s movie is, if you get me. Like, just the way you know it's done so like i think that like there's a lot of distinct different feelings to these movies even though they're all like christmas movies so if you look at like if you think of like the humor and like even how love actually is made and compare it to yeah to home alone it's, like do you know i mean there is a distinct... it's like the generation of it's like the comedy of john hughes kind of yeah, got yeah, taken it's, over it's, by it's... by the t- the comedy of like adam mckay you know it's, it's, that's uh, exactly it that is that is a perfect way to put it like that is you know, I mean, it is, it's just a, like, like it shifts with the decades to comedy and that kind of like shifts also when like the likes of Christmas movies, because Christmas movies are always so lighthearted. Are always you know? just, yeah, lighthearted, yeah. So what's the next matchup? So this is, we are on the final now and it is kind of, no, this is the final. So. Oh, this is the final? Okay, okay. This cool. is, yeah, this is the final. So we're, we're nearly there and about to crown the pinnacle Christmas film, uh, the top tier one. And it was between Die Hard and Home Alone. And Home Alone took it by fifty five percent. I'm happy with that. Like, but I just I'm think, how that. is it not? How did Die Hard do that well? And and like even in the final, it's... do that well. Edge Lord, <laughs> super it edgy people. Like, I swear to God, all all of the people who voted in our polls just must smoke. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're, well, like, you see, they're you all see like so many memes about Die Hard being like, oh, it's definitely a Christmas movie. Like this is something that's been on the internet for ages, and it's like, yeah, like we know it's a Christmas movie. Like it's it's well established that yeah, it's a Christmas yeah. movie. I don't think there's a massive like, you know, it's hardly like the Brexit vote or something. There's hardly a big opposition to. No, there's not. Like I, I think it's a Christmas movie. It's like oh, is it? I think oh yeah. I think the oh, fact that it was an argument it. is now the joke. Now the fact that it was always an argument yeah. that it's a Christmas movie was joke. But now I think it's just like widely accepted as a christmas movie do you know what i mean and it's the, the kind of joke is that there was an argument over it but like it's not the best or, or like you know the second best christmas movie do you know what i mean like it's just ridiculous like i mean home alone like that does 100 deserves a spot up there like i'm i'm, I'm think he's all agree with that i think right? i think home alone like is deservedly the best christmas film of all time yeah, I'm, you know, if there was one to win it's it, not, it's not my favourite, but I'm I'm very glad that Home Alone won it. And it's so iconic. Yeah, like, you know, it, it's so, it, so it iconic. It should. It should. Yeah, know, I mean, like, well, actually in Home Alone to go head to head at some stage, yeah. but... Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. Like, like, if I was to pick a final four, it would have been The Grinch, Elf, Love Actually, and uh, Home Alone for me. And Home Alone, yeah, yeah. But well, uh, Home Alone Die is Hard the perfect... Home Alone is the perfect... Again, we, this goes back to, like, one that the whole family could enjoy... A lot of it down to also John Candy is in Home Alone as well, and he's excellent in it. Um, and I mean, like this is also like arguably the last John Hughes film. I mean, I know that sounds a bit ridiculous, but it's arguably the last one that you kind of think, yeah, that's an incredible film. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure. Um, so John Hughes wrote Home Alone, but yeah, Chris Columbus directed. I'm fairly sure. Who he did um, yeah who went on to do the first Harry Potter movie. That was what it is like. And, and I remember like people thinking that was like a really controversial choice to get a U.S. director to do the first Harry Potter movie. But uh, that guy but knew what he was doing. 
That guy knows exactly what he was doing. The torture is stone, depending on what side of the <laughs> Depending on what you are, for fuck's sake, yeah. Because yeah, apparently Americans haven't a clue what a philosopher is. We'll be afraid is, like. of what a like. Oh, stop. Is that just so shocking how much I have the American book. Down? Because, like, we got it in America. I'm not going to lie, though. If I was an American, I'd be so unbelievably offended. Like, that is oh, just a, you think a, pre- I'm too a presumption on your intelligence. Like, <laughs> but a lot of you that know, is probably like, down to, like... Like, I didn't fucking exact. know what a philosopher was when that movie came out. No, but I don't you know? have to be shielded from that word. But, you know, I, <laughs> I you learn. Let's not educate them. Let's just hide it. <laughs> <laughs> Declassified information comes yeah. out of the CIA. Red- redacted. Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the redacted they, they get, stone. They get the documents in 50 years. Like, <laughs> the, it's like those black days. A philosopher is someone who talks about life. <laughs> it was the original oh, title of Harry Potter. <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, God. so essentially back to Home Alone. I think Home Alone, it, it is genuinely like Macaulay Culkin is iconic. And it's just one of those films that... Everyone associates with Christmas. It's probably like the first film you associate with Christmas. I would I, say it's, it's, say it's probably like the first Christmas movie I've seen. I would, like, you know, it's it's I, it's definitely the one that I have like the earliest memories of seeing is Home Alone. Yeah. Definitely, and I, definitely. you know what? We, we talked about a lot of these films uh, in terms of Christmas and in terms of whether or not it did constitute a, a Christmas film. This is a film that I believe is like not entirely Christmas centric. But no, at the it's same not. time, like it has so much Christmas spirit behind it, whilst also remaining like a, a great standalone film. It's also got an absolutely excellent performance from Joe Pesci in it. Like he is yeah. so so good in this, and he just like he just went for it. And like apparently, like while filming on set, like Joe Pesci was like, "I'm not like gonna be like laughy around like um, Macaulay Culkin." He's like, "I want him to like be afraid of me." <laughs> like when we're on set together, like. <laughs> Clearly, fucking worked. Yeah. <laughs> Joe um, Pesci ruined his life. Well, actually, I, I, I actually, I, I was gonna actually get onto this now. And um, Macaulay Culkin. So remember, everyone just thought he was like a heroin addict and stuff for a while. Turns out he, he actually wasn't at all, and he just looked a bit funny, and he's quite a skinny guy because um, I watch um, for any movie fans out there, I watch Red Letter Media, and. Uh, he is now like a regular guy who appears on the, and they do a similar thing that to what we do. It's not really a podcast, but they do like videos where they remo- review movies. And Macaulay Culkin is like in their videos all the time. He's just like friends with these like YouTube guys. I think he's know. been a normal guy for a very long time. Yeah. Think, like, well, the, that being the said, basically tried to Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah big but, time. But that big even time. that even being said, like I I still don't think he's that normal. Like I've seen a lot of Macaulay Culkin recently, and he he's just. While he does seem like a normal guy, he's also just still the, the, there's a beat missing or something with Macaulay Culkin. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can tell he's, he, he he's just got didn't a, have a child normal star. childhood. He's, child he's a child star, star yeah. And yeah. also, and I mean, every like, child star is like you know, no bueno. He was also like, like unless uh, you're really well managed. He was also heavily included in like the Michael Jackson accusation. Yeah, the, the yeah, like that was the, and stuff like, like that. That's I'd say he had a pretty total... traumatic life, like because just in general across the board, how yeah. included he was in all of that stuff. Yeah, like I mean, imagine being in the spotlight, like being one of the most famous kid actors, and then it's died down once you're in your like you know late teens to, to early twenties, and then you get thrust into arguably the biggest one of the biggest <laughs> cases civil case, in, in yeah. civil cases in history, like. But um, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> thank you. But um, yeah, no, I, Home Alone is just like the, the the kind of perfect Christmas movie because it's like 
it, like as you say it's not like completely Christmassy but it's just got like that Christmas vibe to it and sometimes that's better for a Christmas movie when it's not like yeah. in your face Christmas in your face Christmassy like, like, Christmas, like that's what I'd argue in, is like the falling of like Santa Claus mm, and like yeah yeah. The, like the failing of like Elf, for example. I mean, like yeah. not that Elf has much of a failing, but I like Adam McKay. Full of the, I mean, no, sorry, not Adam McKay. Um, shit, who am I thinking about, Jack? Uh, um, Judd Apatow, like like Judd Apatow yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Elf kind of falls apart in the third act. I'd argue. Yeah, it does a bit. It does a bit. Definitely. That was kind of the comedy that that stemmed from from the likes of Elf and shit like uh, that. So yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think Home Alone definitely should and definitely deserved winning this. And like also like I always wondered like about Home Alone, like it's weird when you look back on it, like but you know when you're like really young as a kid and you're just watching a movie and just like certain certain things in the film just like confuse you. I never wrap. I remember being very young watching Home Alone and never wrapping my head around it that they were one family. I was always like, "Why do all these kids yeah, live in this house together?" Like, I, 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 I couldn't orphanage. like, I couldn't, I couldn't like disassociate it with like Cheaper by the Dozen. I thought it was like yeah. the same. I thought it was the same family, like different time of the year, different kind of buzz. <laughs> Well, I mean, because I mean, it's not common that a family has that many kids, like, particularly a wealthy family. And like, I love the memes that still go around, and it's like, I need to know what Kevin McCallum. Kevin's dad, dad did. did. He yeah. gets them all a trip to Paris. He lives in a fucking mansion. But anyway, I think that it, that it definitely summates our our Christmas podcasts and our Christmas polls, and I think that we. We definitely established that like Die Hard is a, is a Christmas film but shouldn't have gotten so far, and that Home Alone is a deserved winner. Yeah, yeah, big time. I'm happy with that. I'm 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 satisfied with that. I'm, I'm also happy with that. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna spend the next week now watching all these movies. Now I've just been I've just talking about them now has got me really excited to to literally just sit down and just mail a bunch of Christmas movies. And I've been not. I've yeah. been set. I've been saving Love Actually this year. I gotta get it. I gotta get onto Love Actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. You gotta do that right close to the to the kind of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day kind of yeah. thing. That's what you. Yeah, it has to be right up there when you're watching a movie like that. Like, but um, yeah, yeah I, I also as well just like thank you as well. I know we slagged our listeners for that entire thing. But, <laughs> but, 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 but thank but really, you so guys, for, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, thank you for for voting in those polls because it's a lot of fun for us to see how you guys think of our movies and stuff and we love when you guys engage with our content that we put out there and you know we, we love doing polls and this was a perfect opportunity I'm, I'm sure we'll be doing more at some stage yeah. in the future this is um, our fourth set our fourth set wow. yeah definitely fourth set. there's so, gonna be a lot of polls and the rest to do when we're all in another triple lockdown yeah. for the next <laughs> let, three months it, let's just let's just pit the most random things against each other yeah. <laughs> in yeah. 2021 best, be like, best Vince Vaughn film <laughs> <laughs> please everyone vote <laughs> Fred Claus <laughs> but yeah um, uh, so expect pretty... expect stale content basically. <laughs> <laughs> for the next for the new year anyway yeah. Thanks, guys, for tuning into our Christmas podcast. I think from all of us, have a happy Christmas. You know, Very I mean, it's coming Christmas, up now. Uh, this will Enjoy be out stay Tuesday. Safe. It's only a couple of days before. Yes, yeah, stay, stay safe. safe. Don't mix households or <laughs> don't sit tell anyone that you are. Eat your turkey and just don't don't leave your house and just sit around. You've got all these movies to watch now. You've got no, you've, yeah. got, your excuse. you've got your excuse now. So <laughs> you can fucking watch Die Hard all Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, anyway. 
Next week we're um, is going to be the week of New Year's, and I think we're all going to sit down and kind of just talk about the podcast over the last year and recap our favorite films that we discussed mm-hmm. and go over the episodes and just like what we accomplished and stuff. So if you've been listening from the start, you might enjoy that. If you haven't been listening from the start and you want to hear about a couple of our earlier episodes, I'm sure you'll enjoy that too, or hopefully anyway. Uh, but anyway, please leave us a like on uh, YouTube, where we are now putting our podcasts. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Instagram and all of our other socials. And again, have a good Christmas and a good New Year, too. See, See you guys. guys. Happy Christmas. See you guys.